1: what up what up what up what up What up? it's 8 p.m eastern and y'all already know what it is it's the tl mac fitness show on the evening rush network of course me tl Matt, and of course i got my beautiful co-host from the west coast ross what's up ross hey what's good what's good
2: what's cracking
1: and listen we got a we got a celebrity in the building you know He's what? not even just a special guest; he's a celebrity. Ah oh, man! Yo, I want you guys to welcome Def Squad's recording artist, Mike Hanks. What's going what? on? How's it AKA happening? the lyrical assassin. Ah. That, man, that means a lot. Trust. Yo, listen, we appreciate you coming on the show, my dude. Ah oh, man, listen
0: this. This is what these is One of these fraternities that you don't really want to join, but you're proud to be a
1: part of once you get in. And so. Listen. You put the call. You put the call in. I'm coming, and and I greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate it because, oh. you know, listen, it just needed to be done. That's right. And like I tell, I, you know, I told, I told, you know, I told my story. Roz is telling her story, but mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know. You know, even people that don't know who you are, for the first time ever, and I believe this is going to be across the board. We have three people on one show. That have been on dialysis for multiple years. Mm-hmm. Also, we're all the same blood type, and that's O. That's right. And we are all transplant survivors.
0: That's, that's right. How crazy!
2: Dialysis warriors.
0: Yeah, that is so amazing. Mm-hmm. Reno, there's a cat online called he. He calls himself. It looks like he has a, an Asian or Pan Asian background. His mm-hmm. name. Um, they call him Reno Warrior online. The whole time, you know, of course, I started following a lot of like-minded people because I'm trying to learn and watch people's journeys and things like that. This dude, in between dialysis treatments, is doing marathons and, and cross-country bike rides and mountain climbing. And mm-hmm. when 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 he stands behind the whole Reno Warrior brand and he branded it, all his clothes, everything, he mm-hmm. really is like an extreme athlete doing what we what we do on a daily basis, I thought me doing what I was doing was impressive. But him, man, listen. So I mean, well, well, both for what you just said. Let people know who you are and what you do. All right. So you know, deaf, deaf squad recording artist, like you mentioned, veteran of the boot camp click. That's uh, the, the the individuals that brought me in the game. Period. So shout out my whole boot camp team. Rest in peace, Sean Price. Um, you have. I'm the owner, you know, co-owner of Sneak Ahead NYC, the brand. Um, I'm one of the co-founders and president of Relevant Magazine. Former co um, co-owner partner of uh, Validated Magazine. Twenty-year um, graphic designer, ten-year video director, um, film writer. Uh, I've been a graphic artist for twenty years. I was a clothing designer for twenty-two. Sean John, Cross Color, Car, I Zoray, Gino Green Global, Hershey's, I was the head designer at Pepsi. So I did that, you know, as my day job, that was my nine to five. That's what I went to school for. Then music has always been the undertow in my passion. So, you know, that was always in the background, but that was that was what was feeding my children. I'm a father, grandfather, and um, husband, you know, and- What's
3: and- going on?
0: Yeah, just trying to hang in there. See, I, I'll be honest with you. I ain't have permission to leave, so I had to fight.
1: Listen, <laughs> I, you know what? I feel it, and I'll be honest with you. And I'll put, i put, I'll put everything out there for a second. You know, wait, before we move on, let me mm-hmm. shout out our sponsors: Elevate Yours, the best moss in the planet. Wise Choice Sewing Drain. If you guys are looking for a plumber, you guys are having a problem with your boiler, your hot, hot um, water heater. You gotta definitely reach out to Wise Choice. Sings by Butter. All my gear comes from sayings by butter. You know, this is my old logo. Of course, you my, my my new logo is across everything that I do, my social media, everything. Um faith no fear clothing that speaks for itself, you know, have faith no fear. Envious creations. Of course, listen, Mike, you gotta highlight her for a pineapple upside down kick. Yo, okay. She's amazing with everything she do. Sound of crazy. Um, 2920 clothing, quality but affordable clothing. Of course my student and her sister and mom Indy and ivy inc they 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 do amazing stuff for women in black history and of course the beautiful styles by angel who they do hair braids weaves twist up all that good stuff so make sure you guys go ahead and look out for them because everybody that sponsors us you know they're people that i personally use so i'm not gonna try and sell you guys anything that i won't use myself got it shout out to all my sponsors also, wow. before I move on, let me shout out to the Evening Rush Network who gave us a platform to perform our show, the TL Mac Fitness Show. And of course, I'm TL Mac Fitness and Envious Creation? That's who that is. I a jersey with my last name on it. <laughs> <laughs> gotta it. That's, that. that's crazy. <laughs> but of course, Envy, you know what? Mike got something on there for you. So you gotta make you gotta make Mike something. But we're gonna talk about that. Yeah, but that's of course, what I'm TL Mac Fitness. I'm the owner of the TL Mac Fitness Show as well as TL Mac Fitness Personal Training Services. And of course, we got Roz from Cali. Roz got her own thing going on out there in Cali.
2: Boom, and Nutra, I got it ready. Weight loss, supplements, I got you. Team Roz, all kidney friendly.
0: What's wild is I'd seen her page already.
2: I was saying that about you as well.
0: When I seen your when I seen your your um, profile picture, I'm like, wait a minute, I know this, I know this page. That's- I said
2: the same thing. I think we're friends on Instagram already.
1: Yeah, that, I, yeah. Just, I just I just found that out. Yeah, and you know what? Roz is everywhere. Roz is like she's like under the toe doing everything. I'm a
2: kidney advocate. I'm all about that life. You know, when I see people going through what we went through, I will reach out. And like, hey, I'm here. What do you need? You know, especially when people say, I just don't want to do it anymore. I hate to hear that. That breaks my heart. Mm -hmm. That breaks my heart. I
0: was there once upon a time. I was there dealing with people that I was scared to even start. I was that
2: person. They just that person.
0: They couldn't see how this could possibly work out.
2: Yeah, I was that person, and I'm still very good friends. I remember his name is Thomas Ramirez, and we're very good friends to this day. When I went in there, I was bawling, like crying, shaking, and my tech. It was like God sent me to this center. My techs were young. They Mm -hmm. were with the business. My tech, Athena, she pulled me in like, girl, I got you. Sit in my chair. And then I was shaking and we became the best of friends. Your tech become your family. Like, you know what? I don't know why it's a stick me. If they would tell me ahead time, I'm going on vacation. Well, I'm going to change my days to somebody else because old Eddie Scissorhand ain't poking me and infiltrating me today.
0: I had a couple of those that was off limits, and I was openly, I was open with it too. This individual here, I'm pointing in your forehead. Don't, I don't touch me.
2: Right, don't even come and don't even wipe down my chair. You ain't did that right.
1: No, Mike, I got a question. You know, let's start the story off. Let us know how actually you found out you needed to go on dialysis. Let's 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 take let's take a turn into time. All right,
0: so let's go all the way back. 2008, I got diagnosed. Right.
1: Oh, you was diagnosed at the same time I was diagnosed.
0: Yeah, so I was diagnosed in 2008, but they put me on preventative medications to try to keep me with the with the kidney function that I did have still in mm-hmm. play. So if 15, 13, 14 is normally when they start to alert you that you have that you're going into full failure, right? I was probably at 35, 40 in 2008. Mm-hmm. So I was able to keep it at bay for a solid Nine ten years before it just kind of got the best of me. Um, uh, what is this? Let me see. 2017 summer, 2017 my mom was, uh, diagnosed with cancer. God and, and, yeah. And she, and, and her run with cancer went from April to September, September she was gone. It was over, but, I was able to, I got diagnosed. I I was told that I was, I had entered stage four Mm -hmm. in August. So I got a chance to talk to my mother, you Mm -hmm. know, and, 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 and in her the way, you know, you would with a mother, if you could, if you're blessed to have her still there. And then, um, she was diagnosed as being stage four a month before I went into stage four just hers was cancer. Mine was, you know, CKD. Mm -hmm. And then, um, dealing with her arrangements and dealing with everything that came along with 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 processing her 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 transition the stress levels my blood pressure everything went on and then what happened is the the, the crux i ended up one night having an allergic reaction to the ace inhibitor they had me on which was the ramipril mm-hmm. it made my whole body go into an angioedema so almost like anaphylactic shock my mouth, my tongue, my throat all swole shut. Um, Once they got me through that, that was the last medication that was keeping things at bay. So a month prior, they had already sent me in to get the fistula put in, but that Ah. was anticipating that at the rate things were going, that by the time the fistula matures, then you'll probably be about that time that you need to start Mm -hmm. dialysis, but let's go ahead and get that in now. So it was like, all right, impact didn't hit me the way it would somebody else because I had a long history of dealing with renal through my dad, and mm. then a long history of dealing with it through my uncle and my cousin. So I was no stranger to the whole renal process as far as dialysis and getting. And, and, and I'm talking about my dad had it back when they had a shunt in your arm. It wasn't even a fistula. Right,
2: mm. they, my they aunt put, had that.
0: Yeah, they put the the port right with here. the motor in it.
2: Yeah,
0: put the telephone cord on it, the old squiggly line. Right like this when he when he sat it on there from the from the motor
3: Mm -hmm.
0: so i i kind of you know i didn't walk in as blind as most people might so it was like listen if this is what i have to do i had so much laid out in front of me my first international real real consistent tour runs were in front of me all these things were happening i'm just trying to figure out how do i do this and still do that that's where my head is at so um Once the, once I had the allergic reaction, they took me off the ramapril. It was literally a matter of like two weeks before that Friday, when I went to my appointment, she was like, yeah, I need you to admit yourself on Monday. They admitted me on Monday. I went in that day, that afternoon I was in the ER getting the permit put in
3: Mm
2: -hmm.
0: that night by eight 30, I was on my first dialysis treatment.
2: Were you feeling ill?
3: Did you feel
0: that? Uh, let me tell you something that's going to be honest. I've been symptomatic for so long that I've already made certain adjustments. So my my 100% was somebody else's 65, 70. Gotcha. But I was so used to these symptomatic feelings and working around it that I can't tell you mm-hmm. when I got symptomatic from the failure itself. Right. Because I have been so used to working around these these things, when it, I would uh-huh. feel those those real strong symptoms in my mind, I'm gonna go to the restroom. I'm gonna vacate everything that I can, and I normally feel a bit better right after that. But right. that was actually my body overloading with toxin.
2: It, the and toxins, really, yeah, yeah.
0: Not, it was rid of. You know, the vacating the best way I can. I'm not even realizing that my urine that my my urine patterns are switching up right anything of the sort you know what i mean because i'm so used to there always being a something to mm-hmm. work like. on. So it's like when you got that mm-hmm. whack, that whack car so you gotta jimmy rig it you gotta press the brake three times and tap on the steering wheel and turn the key half back and then forward to so it like i'm so <laughs> <used to my laughs> you gotta make it
2: work kick it in
0: i'm okay. used to my body running like that so it's duct tape all over me as far as i'm concerned right. so i didn't even really notice that um in fact, I'm more out of sorts post transplant mm-hmm. than I was before, because I'm not used to these things. Like when my kidney came back online, mm-hmm. other things residually came back online that I wasn't used to. So my 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 bladder had shrunk to the size of a nine eight nine year old. Right. So That's once, it. That's- So once I started hydrating again. And then the, 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 the kidney kicks in and now it's delivering urine at a adult rate to this child's kidney. I mean to this child's bladder. Right. I'm in the bathroom, I'm not even coming out. Like I'm right. just taking my laptop and everything in the bathroom. Right. She's looking at me like you good. I'm like, listen, I'm grateful because that part. I'm running and running and running to the point I put a urinal next to the bed and I put a urinal in the car because
2: <laughs> I I nowhere. we missed. Not to interrupt you, uh, sorry about that. we will keep the thought. But I just told them, because I had to drive to San Diego mm-hmm. to go get my transplant. And on the way home, I had an hour drive. Oh. So I had to get one of those women's urinals that looked like a man. Yeah, I so all would stand up. Yeah. I'd be on the side of the road, and he'd be like this. I'd pull over, pull over. Yeah. Really, you could stand up instead of squatting because of the germs. So, yeah, because oh.
0: the way that it works, it's like the banana seed shape. Um, for the women, I, I, you know, I bought one for her just to have in the car for long trips or whatever, but
2: Girl, girls, that's what they yeah. called.
0: Yeah. In fact, that's right. I found it online, some Amazon business, but yes. for me, it was just like, I mean, I'm talking about no shame. I don't care who could see in this window leg stretched out behind the gas pedal, trying to just make it work. You know what I mean? And, um, I wasn't used to that and I didn't realize how far removed I was from it at that point. Cause mm-hmm. you know it was the proverbial Russian racehorse feeling, and then go in there and go, Yep. That's it. Oh
2: my God. Yeah. Well, or still feeling sen- like I gotta go. The sensation too as a woman, I gotta go. And then yeah. pop, pop. and you know what was most embarrassing is when you would go like for me to the lab and they would say go pee in the cup
0: and I come back with an eighth of the cup filled, it's not the, straw, the, the straw from the top, it didn't even reach the bottom of the
1: straw. I'm literally coming like, this is all I got for you, fam. That's it. Do what you need to do. I don't... The people that didn't understand dialysis didn't understand that. That's
0: right. That's right. But the, the lab techs, once I told them I'm a renal patient, they're yeah. like, oh. yeah, at that point.
2: My education kick in, yep.
0: Yeah, but but they they, they understood it because trust me, when they seen that fistula and they was coming at me with a blood pressure cuff, they knew what it was. Right. Oh, oh,
2: oh, that's it. And mm. having to tell someone, hey, let me take it, or the blood. They can't take it in this arm. Yeah, This arm has so much scar tissue mm-hmm. that I'm scared that eventually when I get older, they won't be able to find any veins.
3: Yeah,
0: That yeah. is my
2: worry. That is my biggest fear on this. Being poked so many times. My record is nine pokes. In one sitting, one sitting for lab work. Yes, nine, six, six, nine. And then the lady had to come from NICU, where they had to do the baby's heels, and come and finally stick me. And now nervous wreck.
1: Too much for me.
0: I'm gonna tell you the blessing for me. So you know, I had the, the as 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 a friend of mine who's a tech. She called it the gnarly the gnarly, you know, fistula, the snake on your arm, the gnarly uh, pipeline. And mine was no different. You know, the whole 3D, you know, keloid vibe, you know, you know what we had. Mine actually went down. Did it? Yeah.
2: You didn't get it took out, huh?
0: Oh, they just, It what happened, it clotted on its own. And at that point, they were just like, so it was, I was having issues with clotting. So I was having too many angiograms. To the point that when it starts clotting regularly, like this one's almost out, it's almost gone. Right. So, I built another one over here in mm-hmm. my. So, this one I did in my forearm. Wait, can't we? Yeah. So, this one I did in my forearm. Uh huh. This one is still running. I still feel the thrill in this one. But this one here completely clotted and shut down. So, that's what you see here. Mm-hmm. That's all clotted right there.
2: And you know what's crazy that you just, put, that was one of my questions too. You mm-hmm. kind of just yeah. made me prepared for it mm-hmm. because when they first did my mapping, mm-hmm. they did it here. Okay. And it, it didn't it take. Oh. So then they had me scared. One of the things on being on dialysis, you know, you're scared because they tell you here, here, and then that's it. And that's the yeah. So yeah. Then have to move. So this one did not, You got
1: to go into the groin. That's that's what I was like, I'm
2: not going to do that. I'm
1: not but,
2: gonna do that. I, I was so gonna was do it, it if I had to. Did you're a oh, C? I, I guess I will say no now, but yeah. if we had to come down to it, I did not of care. Because I, I saw care. people come in there and they would rip their sweats and open it, and mm-hmm. I would just have to turn and look away. Like that's the pain I can't even understand.
0: The job is different. My nine, five, my nine to five. My original boss, I met at dialysis. That's how I got the job. Right. Really? So with her, you know, she's Burnt everything out. Period. Like both arms,
3: mm-hmm.
0: oh, one leg of her groin. She's working on the other one, and that's burning out. She would just come in, you know, we talking, and I'm like, is she opening her pants? Yeah, she'll grab her, her, her you know, her, her blanket. Yeah, her pants, They do the one too. Once they pull the curtain back, she just yeah. sitting there, she doesn't look just like me with the damn blanket on, but just she's hooked up from there. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was it was crazy for me. They gave me the option forearm or 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 bicep. But for me, the first one went in my bicep, which coming to find out is not the most productive one. Mm-hmm. Yes. With forearm in the first place. But I figured even with t shirts on, I can pull the t shirt down, I'm good to go. But without without the t shirt here, I got the whole and now I'm explaining myself
1: everywhere I go. So, so- I'm like Mine actually has gone down a lot, you know. I got the, um, I have a fistula, and it actually goes up, you all know, right. so it's not that. Where is
0: that? I, I see when you first pulled it up. I can't see now. All right.
1: There you go. Gotcha. So it goes from here all the way up. So yeah, I mean. Went to the arc, too. But yeah, they had to put a stint in. Yeah, I have a stent in also. Okay. So what we did was, I actually, it, 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 it was giving me issues where my hand was swelling up. And yes. I was getting still syndrome, so oh, when the I last had palm steel too. Yeah. You so what I happens? You? Palm still, Yeah. What happens is the the, the the the
0: the vessels that are supposed to go to your digits, the, the, instead of the blood flowing all the way, it kind of U turns right yeah, here by my breath, 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 and and it it the wrist, and that's going away. So you, especially when it's cold,
1: the palm still. Yes. Yeah, I did have that. When it's, really praise God. when it's cold, it's like really, really, really bad. So. It was, I forgot I even went
0: through that till you just bought it up because it was so brief that it happened. Because as soon as it happened, I was like, yo, can y'all call American Access and Get Me Right? So I went over <laughs> and I, I told the Access ones, Center. Yeah, they went on and did the thing. Like I still the, the grocery store that I shop at now, I found next door to the access
1: place. Which one you go to? You going to the one on um Utopia? Wait a minute, where you at? I'm in Queens. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Okay. Now
0: nah, I'm in Brooklyn. I went to the one on Prospect, on Prospect, um, Prospect Avenue, in in Brooklyn. But um, I didn't do any. I, I really didn't do any treatments in Queens. And I've done treatments all over the country.
1: Well, my last treatment facility was on Linden Boulevard in what's that? It's right, a couple of blocks from Elton.
0: I know exactly where you are at. Right when you come under the, the underpass on the right hand mm-hmm. side of the street, going towards the conduit.
1: Yeah. I was looking at that like yo, this is a nice center from the outside. The funny thing is, I actually worked there. That was the second clinic I've ever worked at. Wow. And I worked at the clinic when it was on Atlantic and Pennsylvania. That so you were Fresenius? No, that was um that's that's um Nephrology it was Nephrology Foundation. and okay. it became um Rogerson. Okay.
0: I'm um I was with Fresenius, and then we went to um what are you talking about there, there, there. I, yeah, I didn't. I didn't go to a bunch of centers. The center I started in is the center I finished in.
1: Well, the center I started in. Mm-hmm. Um Me and you had the conversation where I told you I almost had to put the hands on the doctor. Yeah. Uh,
0: all facts.
2: Bro, I almost got kicked out of mine. He swore yeah. I was strapped. You got one more time. Yeah. You got one more time. It comes when it comes down to your health. I'm not gonna be quiet. I used to tell everybody, you have to be your own advocate.
3: Would not you have to what know
2: that. what needles you run on. You have to know what bath. You have to know. Don't run me on profile two today. Don't run me on that. Take yeah. me to different profile. That's right. But this yeah. is what I found out.
0: Like I said, when I was before we started the show, I was mentioning that the first night that I did dialysis, I'm in the bed. Right? I'm scared.
2: Right. That's
0: just how I feeling. Give you an idea about me. I'm one of them people that when my when my anxiety and like that kick in, I sleep. Like when when I that's that's where I retreat to right I retreat into sleep so you can always tell when depression got me or whatever because right. I'm sleeping all the time right um so I go to lay down and the tech said no I mean the nurse said no 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 sit up I'm like huh right. like sit up. she said you got to learn this machine
2: there
1: you go and where did you go to the hospital what hospital was you in this in Brooklyn. One of the best
0: hospitals yeah. on the planet. Yeah, and their are they're, they're, um their 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 renal floor fifth floor their renal unit is is awesome. You probably met Yvette Mason, that Spanish nurse. I've I've met Yvette. All facts. But this was um this was her name was Roslyn, and she um Roslyn Fox. She literally turned the machine and taught me everything I was looking at. Yeah. Eliza this is and she walked all the way through everything
3: mm-hmm. And
0: then every day I was there she made me point out what, I, what she was she made me acknowledge what she was pointing to mm-hmm. to the point that when I went in the, into this the facility realizing they were running the same machines I was way more comfortable so now I'm asking questions like blood flow what you starting me at
2: right that part
0: is my goal for today Mm-hmm. well, if my if my drive, what's your drive? Well, here's my dry. Here's how much I'm over. But I'm not doing, you're not pulling for today. I'm mm-hmm. back on Wednesday. You're going to pull two, two and a half today. And then I'll pull the rest on Wednesday. You know oh, what I mean? You, you was very smart with it. Yeah, they're oh. looking at me because when people look at the fact that Oh, dialysis makes you tired. Where you tired? Just that the third. The higher your pull is, the more rigorous that your body is. Your body's uh, gonna feel it. Yep. That, that's seven. where.
2: That's where the draw. Where that's where the drain on your body comes from. It's not the blood cleaning. Can I bring something? Can I? Can I interject mm-hmm. real quick? You guys are gonna both look at me crazy. You know the most I've ever pulled off.
0: What? Right. In one sitting? Oh no no seven. I I did seven, seven in one, sitting, but I only did seven in one sitting, and I did it in two parts.
2: I and did two, mine in two, one, two, one sitting.
0: Yeah. She pulled it in two parts. Um, so I was, I used to run for four and a half hours. So she pulled me. Yeah. yeah. She pulled Pulled two, but gave me a half hour rest in between. And then she pulled oh. the second half, but that was only because I had to fly out in the morning. So I couldn't afford to travel with anything extra on me because now that's going to restrict me from anything. I could really drink or do anything while I'm on the road. Right. So I needed to be as dry as possible when I left, because I'm going to be away from home, right, holidays, right? you know? So I didn't want to take no chances. And I mean, I was still touring. So right. I would, there's times I've never missed a treatment in my life, but what I would do is I would do, I used to run Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Mm-hmm. So if I have to fly and I have to work over the weekend, mm-hmm. say I have to go to Madrid or I got to go to, to, to Chile, or I got to go to Bogota or something, mm-hmm. I will do my Friday treatment, on, on Thursday morning. Oh, we got a caller. We got a caller. Yeah, on Thursday morning. So I would do Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, back to back, run the 3-3 three, three, um, bath and then go ahead and and fly out and not have to be back till Monday. And I ran that the fourth the fourth shift. So I didn't have to be on the machine till, till 8 o'clock.
2: Now, Chip, on this, um, during my whole time, no one knew I was on dialysis, but my immediate family, not even my job. And I worked with kids at a middle school. Mm. So I pulled, and I was a basketball coach, travel ball. So sometimes they couldn't get, I, I ran TTS, right? Okay. Oh yeah, so,
0: the Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday.
2: Yes, because I was at work. So I okay. wanted to feel bad on the weekend versus more to the week because mm. I didn't want them to know I was on dialysis because for one, I, I was a campus supervisor. Okay. I worked with the kids, so I didn't want them to think I couldn't do my job. That's right. Correctly. So I didn't tell anybody. So many times I'd be in the cafeteria laid out, <laughs> Lay it out. Oh, sure. but, I knew that feeling. Oh, and then you have to try to play it off.
3: That's right. But
2: at the end of the day, basketball was my why. I had a bomb travel squad. My baby was three when I started. So okay. I started coaching him as five. And people were like, you just came from treatment? I would, I had the first, when I first started, I had the worst shift. The three to like, what is it? Six o'clock shift. I mm-hmm. ran three and a half hours. So three
3: to when like 3 45 7. Don't show and, off. Three
2: and then and I got on the morning shift, mm-hmm. that four, uh, four o'clock shift. So now I'm leaving because I didn't want no one to know where I was at. Mm-hmm. I leave an hour earlier because I had to drive almost five cities over, right. drove myself and drove myself back after pulling seven.
0: Wow. Yeah, I had to because that, that was, that's a lot. I just took a nap in the parking lot because my body starts cramping after five.
2: I was so scared of passing out and losing my license because that was the big thing. If you, that was instilled in us. If you passed out while you were driving or in your car, they're automatically going to think about taking your license. Wow. So I would just hurry up. And when I say push, I mean, push literally where I would be calling my niece and like, I think I'm going to pass out. I'm passing this exit. I'm home. Like they would stay on the phone with me.
0: Yeah. Me, nah, I wasn't doing that. Like, I didn't, honestly, I didn't start wow. driving the treatment until the last six months. Like, the last so six so months.
2: So you had okay. someone come pick you up?
0: I had a car service that my that my insurance paid for. So yeah, That's it was, how I was. It was either the ride or you had the medical transportation. Wow. So they would send a car, like, it looked like an Uber. And what I would just they go. Have
2: that? They wanted to yeah. sit me on that bus. I wasn't going on the bus with the people stinking. In a
1: wheelchair, like that, because they was stinking. I wasn't. Yeah. I was like, no, nah. like me, I, like he said. I, I had a cab, so I had. It was only me and the driver in the car at the mm-hmm. time. So, I
2: couldn't do Mm-mm. the Accessoride
0: thing. I wasn't listen. As much as I was open with and 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 ready to let the world know and, and be transparent, I ain't really
1: want to be on the accessory ride looking eighty seven. I ain't want to do That's that. Hard. I'm gonna keep it That's a hundred hard with hard. With I, I, I took the Accessoride ride one time, and I had I was allowed one guest. The ride. yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They, they picked us up in, in, a, in a truck. We got picked up in an Escalade, and it was funny. That was not up yeah. in a bus. No, was, I'm talking about the
2: bus with the wrap yeah. in the back.
1: Yeah, but they didn't the pick us up in the bus. It, it, up in up. Up. it was a Cadillac Escalade, and I didn't take it to go to dialysis. I took it to go to the R. Kelly concert at the spot on Flatbush Avenue. I can't not hear you. The
0: Who? Barclays? Wait, wait no. No, the-
1: not, the- King's Theater. Oh, where? King's Theater. That's up the block from my house. Oh, so literally, literally, that, that's where we took the assessor ride. To. The one and only time I took assessor ride. How about this? The, g- the gym I go to, when I'm on the on the, the, the treadmill,
0: I'm looking out the window, literally, at the marquee of the king. Literally, that's how it's right. Where do you go, you go to, um, the blink. I mean, yeah, no, pardon me, the, the um, clinch right crunch. across
1: the
2: street, crunch. crunch. Mm-hmm. So can I ask you a question? Sure. What was one of your most humbling experience in that in dialysis? Like, what made you center and be like, okay? I think
0: honestly, I um I relinquished control of the situation when I was when when they put the catheter in. And I realized I got two tubes sticking out of my chest that I really have no control, and to fight for it didn't make sense. At this point, I just got to literally, I, I I chose at that moment not to own this disease, but I will respect it. Respect it. So every medication, every treatment, every appointment, mm-hmm. that's the respect for it. Ownership is, I had two options. I'm either going to suffer from kidney disease or I'm going to live with kidney disease. I opted to live with it, so exactly. I never I never took it like a suffrage at any point. so humility was there from jump
2: Wow
0: as I walked into it, I never had to I didn't have to get kind of shocked into it
2: um, so, Wow, you just you just uh I'm at a loss of words right now because I hid mine. I hid yeah. mine. so you were transparent from the mm. gate.
0: Here's what happens one. My team at Def Squad was like, yeah, there's a caller, it looks like. Yeah, can we kick Um, you can show them the caller in. Go ahead,
2: caller. Call her? Okay, well, we lost them. They'll call back.
0: Yeah. So the team over at Def Squad was like, you need a kidney. You have a platform as an artist. Mm-hmm your best bet would be not to limit yourself to just the people you know so then the conversation becomes how do we reach the people outside of your personal cell phone right right so they said they went down the hall they came back in the studio with the videographer we call him philly tarantino and we jotted down a quick script the publicist gave it to me and i ran through this psa they shot me walking through the studio past all the plaques and everything to kind of establish who i was and what i was doing and at what caliber i was doing it and at that point i introduced myself and then let them know you know hello i'm recording artist mike hands that in the third and I'm, i'm 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 trying to live and then from there i just went through the story and Left the numbers up there and, and and left it at that. Now, what was crazy, when that campaign went out, mm-hmm. my phone, my inbox, my email, people in the street. I'm like, why I ain't sell this many records?
1: But anyway, like apparently y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, Mike, give us one second. We got a caller. So right, let's take course. the caller. But I'm going to go back to that PSA that's because I'm going to tell you something. And I meant to call you about it like two weeks ago. Okay. Go ahead, Cola. Okay, it's Mandy. <laughs> hey,
0: Mandy, how you can doing? you guys hear me now? Yeah, we can hear you. I'm good. Hey I, hey, I
2: have a question. When did you guys know that you had kidney issues or were you born with it? Only because I'm going to have my son re-listen. Hi, Roz. Love you, sis. Hi. I'm going to have my son re-listen, but he was born... mm.
1: Okay, so I think I I I know where she was going. She's pretty much trying to figure out where all of us go. So I, I you know, Mike, I'll let you answer that question, but I'll tell you how I found out. Yeah, um, cool. I was living in, in Arizona and I was training as a bodybuilder. So anybody that knows in Arizona, it's too hot to be fat. All so, facts. So you come out there to the gym, all the women are beautiful. You know, they're pretty much in shape. You know. They come to the gym. Of course, you know, most gyms women don't come in with a long shirt and um, a sweatshirt or whatever. They come in with the whole tops and the little poom poom shorts on. Anyway, me and and I I, I won't even lie. It was Rodney St. Cloud. You know, we was out there training. Shout out to Hot Rod, you know. But anyway, he had a competition coming up and I was training so I can actually become um, a bodybuilder. Got it. I ended up catching a hernia. Oh. And because we was doing we was doing one and done. So what we was doing was on the bench press, we would keep going up heavier and heavier. So these pretty young things was there, and I was at 375 and I was laughing about it because I had my music playing. And I was like, yo, you ain't gonna get me with this. And when I pushed it up, the growing hernia pushed out. Whew. You know, so long story short, I ended up going to have my MRI and CAT scan done to see, you know, what was going on with the, with the um with the hernia. And they ended up calling. Mind you, I was out in Arizona also working as a dialysis technician and they called me and is like, we need to see. So I went down, you know, my boss gave me the rest of the day off. Do you know you have polycystic kidney disease? Oh, wow. Wait, hold up. What do you mean? I I said to the doctor, I'm going to be honest with you, I was real cocky and arrogant. I said, do you see me? Look at my body. How could I have any type of health ailments? And even though I was a technician, I was very naive to other things which caused me to open up so I had to learn about the different ESRD um, components and what ESRD stands for is end stage renal disease mm-hmm. so when I looked up I ended up finding out what polycystic kidney disease is and it don't matter how healthy you are you know because it's a generic disease and it's it right. cysts on your kidney mm-hmm. yeah that keep reoccurring too yep. yeah So and that's in know. my
2: um, son's family that side yeah. what they have it has been passed down but um, to answer your question, Mandy, I didn't know. Mine was, um oh, she hung up. <laughs> so, but she's still listening. Yeah,
3: um, I didn't
2: know. Mine came from obesity. I was at 484 pounds. Um, I was always an athlete. And then I blew up after having a baby. And I had, finally, it's so funny. I had a decent man who had a job, had a car. He didn't have to drive my car. I didn't have to get dropped off at work, picked up. And then I had his child. He was like, all you have to do is take care of my baby. I didn't know what to do. So I baked and ate and kicked it and hung out. I'm at home chilling. Next thing I know, I'm up. And I didn't know it because I didn't know. So and then I didn't have insurance, I think, at the time or something. And I just felt sick. I was sick for almost four or five months. I thought, and I knew, I knew I was dying. I knew that. I said, I'm dying. But I thought I was dying because I thought I had cancer because my mom and my aunt died of Cervical cancer. So I was just like, okay, I'm dying. And I started losing weight.
1: You we don't want to put that on nobody.
2: Yeah, I knew I was dying. And then I broke out in the rash. That's what I was going to ask you, Hans. Did you get the ra- When you were talking about um, symptoms and just going on our body half, did you get the rash? I got that hard rash. You know, in one certain spot on my arm and my back. I got that. It was all the toxins, all yeah. that toxin. Oh, when you say the rash, do you mean
1: like dry skin? It's like pilly?
2: And it was a lot of, it was like a rash, like a lot of tiny bumps everywhere.
1: This dark spot right here?
2: Yeah.
0: This would always come and go.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It would get red and come, and then it would go.
2: So that's a sign, Manny. I, I,
0: um, I thought it was just a cluster of freckles at one point, but right. then I realized that it was the toxins trying to find their way right. out. Mm -hmm. And
2: um, so, Mandy, they answer your question. That's one of them is the rash. And then um, I started bleeding from my ear. Oh, yeah, I was bleeding from my ear. And then I would wake up with huge. And this is funny, you know, black people in our religion. So um, I was waking up with huge bruise marks. So I was like, I'm getting attacked by the devil. <laughs> I'm getting and
0: attacked. Like Domestic violence. Like, yeah, that's what it sounded like to no, me. I
2: got hands. Don't worry ever about that. Trust that. I got hands.
0: You ain't so got to tell me. I'm, I'm telling you, Cadence.
2: I like, was like, right. I was thinking, what the hell's going on? I called my brother. I woke up with two huge bruises on me. And he, first thing my brother said is, stop lying. What's going on? And I'm like, no, for real. And it was because my platelets dropped.
3: That's
0: right. My
2: focus were so low.
0: Your red blood cells.
2: So I laid on my phone, and my cells just broke down in my back. So that's another symptom, um, Mandy. A sign: huge bruises, rashes, and then the decrease of your urine, the output, and yeah. the retention. When you start holding fluid in your ankles, mine yeah. was in my belly.
0: That's right, belly, ankles. Yeah. Um, your
2: face, your
0: hands, your face. You would always see it in my face. When I was over, if I was, if I was overloaded the eyelids. I was here,
2: them eyelids, did you get the eyelid part? Your no, eyelids...
0: Oh, not, I did, but I might've been, just wasn't paying attention. Cause I was so caught up here. Yeah. I you know? was caught up right here. You can see it all. You like,
3: Yeah.
0: I'm here. And then you could see it in my, like I said, in, in my, in my, my, my ankles and, and
1: shin area.
3: Mm-hmm. And in my hands,
1: you know, I, I seen it the most. I felt it when I couldn't breathe. That's where I was losing. I shout out to my sponsors again. Elevate yours, wise choice, sewer and drain, sayings by butter, faith no fear, envious creations, 2920 closing, Indian Ivy Inc. Styles by Angel. But before we move on, if anybody's looking to have a podcast, host a podcast, do anything. You know somebody is looking to do a podcast. We over here at the evening rush. We are willing to entertain you guys. So if you're looking for more information, here you go. And of course, anybody's looking to do a show on the Evening Rush Network, we're here. You know, we're growing. We have a couple of shows that we guys so you definitely should should check out. We got the Queens of New York show. We got um, which is our Ladies Night, which is every Monday at seven p.m. We have the Evening Rush actual show, which is every Wednesday night at seven p.m. And of course, we have plug that comes right on before this show. Um, that's from seven to eight every Thursday night. And of course, we got the signature show, which signature show, which is our show. The TL Mac Fitness Show with TL Mac and of course the beautiful Roz representing that West West, ah. and of course we got out we got the amazing Mike Hands and we're actually talking about and it's what's amazing because it's not even an interview it's just a conversation where we're all talking about what we've gone through and it's all you know we all are putting our stories into one bowl telling everybody you know this is what we went through so we have a lot of people that might be listening that either are dealing with kidney issues or know somebody that may be dealing with kidney issues. And here it is. You have three people who have actually dealt with it. You have um, Raj, who's actually a kidney advocate and myself, you know, um, I was a dialysis technician for 15 years. I was a preceptor as a dialysis technician, which means I was going to different facilities, training different people. Mm-hmm. So it, it was, you know, it's, it's hard for, you know, my aunt is currently on dialysis. My brother is currently on dialysis. And my grandmother, rest in peace, she was on dialysis. Wow. So it's it's amazing. So anybody that's going through it, don't think that you're going through it alone. You know, like Mike said, you know, at one point he was going through the stress. You know, Roz and I had a conversation where I pretty much said, you know, I'm sticking in the fork. You know, I spoke to the family and said, listen, Mm -hmm. it might have been like April, May. I said, listen, if I don't have a kidney by June or July august um i'm going into hospice because i'm done and you know everybody tried to you know get me to to, you know to change my mind and i was dead set on that not doing Mm -hmm. it and 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 funny thing about it was even before i got on dialysis as a technician i was like i don't want to be on dialysis and i don't want a kidney transplant and i you know i just i I was so messed up in the head and Mm -hmm. the toxins was taking over my my train of thought because as intelligent as i am you know, I was just like, you know, I didn't want to go on dialysis. I didn't want to suffer. But here it is. You know, once I got on dialysis, the first two years I was on dialysis, I, I was pretty much asking people for a kidney. Then when I wasn't getting a kidney, I was like, you, you know what? I don't even care. I don't even want a kidney no more. Right. I, I fell off the, 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 the transplant list. And then after a while, I ended up, you know, I was always into the gym. And they was like, you know what? Well, why don't you get back in the gym? The doctor was like, no. I did my own damn thing. Mm-hmm. And a lot of pictures you, you, you guys see is from when I was posting, you know, a while ago, especially when I'm, when I'm shirtless or wearing a white beater, that's when I was training and I was on dialysis the entire time I was bodybuilding. So, you know, me and Raj used to have conversations and Raj used to be like, well, you know, T we're not supposed to lift heavy with a fistula. Now yeah. fistula is in my forearm, right? So, I was bench pressing 300 pounds and either go on the dialysis the, 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 that, that okay. or the next day. And I was still lifting heavy, you know. And the doctors weren't, they couldn't tell me anything because my whole thing is <clears throat> as a fistula, a fistula is your veins, you know, tied together. So they grow. The artery in your vein tied yes. together. Mm-hmm. So what happens is um, they grow. Now, my whole thought process was it's not a foreign material in my body. So the bigger my arm gets, the bigger my fish is gonna get. And that was my my take on lifting heavy. Now, people who have a graph have a foreign material added to their line. And those are what will burst.
0: Yeah, but for me, it was the whole strain. The first time I tried to carry groceries after I had mine, mm-hmm. I felt that same feeling you felt in your groin. Yeah. That's when I knew, yeah, I'm good.
2: <laughs> right. I'm good Can I ask you a question? okay so one of my hated things was when they told me my tech came in wrong they came my nutritionist came they came wrong at me I think that for one everyone needs to be educated how to approach people mm-hmm. I was a girl in here sitting up in there crying panicking and you're gonna bring me this book this whole book while I'm sitting there getting stuck or through my catheter the food we already tripping that we have to have a machine save us, right? Mm
3: -hmm. Now you're going
2: to tell me what you can't eat. You can't have tomatoes. If you eat tomatoes, you're going to die because you're potassium. You can't have avocados. You can't eat greens. You can't, you can't, you can't. That is why I think my main passion was to become an advocate. Because if you sit down and you don't have anyone, because a lot of people don't have that support system. I have a fantastic support system, shout out to Team Roz, that we sat down and we came up with plans and, st- and we took off the don'ts and all the cans. And I focused on the cans. And then I learned and don't say I ever said this, but I learned if I wanted a potato, which we couldn't, I would do the potato the night before my treatment at night. Mm. So it wouldn't have time to sit in my body to raise my potassium because the first thing they do is scare you. If you eat this, you're going to have a heart attack. Can't get higher than 6.5. You can go. Th- so I was already panicked. And yeah, realize-
1: die. everything was you're going to die. You're going to die. You're going to die. You're going to
2: die. You're going to yeah, die. I version. can't have a banana. I'm going to die. Well, I didn't get that version. What I did get
1: is
0: if you have excessive potassium, your heart can seize. Here's all here. Are the high potassium and the low potassium list.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: It's up to you to pretty much delegate that the way that you, your mind sees fit. So you um, had an excellent nutritionist. Yes. There you
2: go. I didn't have that.
0: I went to several, but this was the same disposition. Most uh-huh. of the time what happens is, and I'm going to be honest, most people, when you're in these situations, are looking for a loophole before they even see the loop. That part. That's hard. Mm-hmm. So you're not listening to what we're trying to tell you. You're just trying to hear. I'm telling you what you can't do. You're just trying to, look, you're listening for what you can, what mm-hmm. can what can I? You're not looking at the fact that I'm trying to save my life. You're looking at the fact that you're trying to take even more from my life. Exactly. You're yes. having a, a, a different mindset on how we're receiving this information from yep. the don'ts just meant how I could stay away from this red door.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So everything that's going to keep me away because hell's on the other side of this red door, right? That's death. Right. Anything that's going to keep me from this red door. So what you say, potatoes, they never told me I can't have potatoes. What they told me is I have to leach them before I eat them. So that means I have to boil them three times, Yes. water off twice, third time, boil Indeed. it off and decide what you're going to do with it. At that point, right. you pulled three quarters of the potassium
2: out of it. Right. Um, that was my... Yeah, you're supposed to boil it first. After being on it for many years, yeah, the good nutritionalist, that's how I learned the tricks of the trade. They figured you I out. To do how to get my greens for Thanksgiving? Mm-hmm. How to right. do what I needed to do, and where you balance your potassium. If you choose to have broccoli, you know you can't have spinach too in the same. So right. you have to pick and choose. Pick so and choose. Started, you're not going do. And that's when I started my team, Ross. Like, okay, besides you know needing to grind to get a transplant, there's other people out here that this is like a secret. Was that a phone call?
0: No, actually, so you see this machine lighting up over my head? Yeah. That's my medication dispenser.
2: I was looking at that. So Do you like it? I put it in, click
0: dispense, and it's already programmed from my phone what my doses are. But since I was I looking
2: I'm looking at that. So hard,
0: like I'm, I'm still, I'm only six months. I made six months February 6th. I mean, February 26th. So, Yay. I'm still at the place where they just removed the first two. They removed the Bactrim and the site. The, antibacteria, I mean, yes. the antibacterial. I right. mean, so they, they just removed they those. The yeah. So, oh no, I got rid of the Swish. Um, The Swish was like three months. In the of September. Mm-hmm. They took me off. That was the Niagara staff, and they took me off. That oh,
2: Congratulations! I didn't know you were newly transplanted. Yeah, and
0: where did they put your kidney at
2: in the front?
0: Okay, you, yeah, I'm about to the say, other right. they got me right here. With I'm like, why you gave me a fanny pack? This is something new. So That's like, a, oh, wait, it. yes, you're waiting for it. the journey. Wait so, for that. Nobody, I I do nobody that. I'm like, what you mean. I'm like, so what happened to the other kidney? They're like, now nah, you got those too. I'm in like, the back.
1: So, so both of yeah. you guys have your kidneys still, your natural kidneys.
2: I, yeah, I, I got, got all my kidneys.
1: kidneys. And the new one. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I, I only have the new one in me.
2: Oh, they, 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 a, they removed you. They had had, they they had, had dialysis. that's because
1: you had the polycystic. So you yeah, had yeah, my kidneys. kidneys were, my kidneys, I, I posted pictures of them. My kidneys yeah. was over 10 pounds each. I had one that was 11.5 pounds. Yeah, they had to take that.
2: Yeah. yeah. Okay, it was, so fully cyst, right? Yeah. So now, okay, so I'm excited that now you're newly transplanted. Mm-hmm. Okay, so <laughs> let me know what your levels, when you first started, when you're on the table, because this was, I think, my breakthrough. Because were you still peeing? Can I ask you that? Were you still peeing through the whole time? Um, I was peeing lightly until the last few months,
3: then okay. It stopped.
2: Okay, so I didn't pee anymore during dialysis. Like maybe that little, that trinkle cup that we talked about that was nothing,
1: that's what I was getting. Yeah.
2: So when I was laying on that bed and I looked over that bag, and the nurse started, oh my you're peeing. And I didn't know. So when I looked over and then I saw the blood in the urine bag, I was like, call the doctor. And she's like, No, that's normal.
1: That's normal. It makes but sense. I
2: was like, call the doctor. There's something wrong. We need to fix this kidney. I'm holding today. on to they Like, it's
1: no. We need to fix it today.
2: Right now, right now. Go get it.
1: Like, it That's needs right. to be working right now. And yeah,
2: so, you, so now you're newly transplanted. How do you handle you peeing all the time?
1: Well, we,
0: we talked about her, We talked about that early in the interview. Right. I, that, I got those those urinals on deck because it happens whenever it wants to. You know what I mean? How was
1: you the first, and I, I think I can ask you too, Roz. How was you the first night they took the, the urinal, oh, not the urinal, the catheter out of you? No, I mean, that's his
0: me. No, that no, was no, 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 hold on. That that's very traumatic that you that got
3: was back there. you don't understand. I mean, I can't for a woman before
0: a Bruh. man. But y'all, y'all got whole people walk out of there. But even though y'all got the different holes, I got it too. But it's rough. nothing like what we doing. doing. Oh, like,
3: yeah. Hold on
1: second, Dave. Um, hit me in my inbox and I'll give you the information.
0: Yeah, it's it's nothing, nothing like that. Was unnatural. And it wasn't uh, all right, so it coming out
2: was horrible, but waking up with it in wasn't. Was yeah, horrible. but you know what was worse for me is when they put. I don't know about you, when they put all them needles, that thing on this, Did you get that on the side of your yeah, neck? Yeah, you that, you that, that's that, that's
1: just, um in case you needed a um, pick, a major side of medication. The pick line. The yeah. pick
2: line.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, that that, was, that was, I that, didn't that, turn that, my neck.
0: That didn't bother me too much because um, I, I had the permacast so. I remember that from, from having to remember the permacap had the long piece that go into your heart, that mm-hmm. was like a heart, look like a, like a big, you know, right. what I mean? it was like right. a big pin. It didn't bend to nothing. Right. You know, so oh. do you
2: take oh. your medication? Are you, taking your, meds? <laughs> you taking your meds? Yeah, he's here to go take them. Bottoms up. So oh. is everyone on the same? Are you guys on the same? You seven and nine?
1: I still take oh. I, I do nine and nine. Nine, well, nine. I, I do eight and eight, but um, I'm no longer on medication at night. I only have morning medicine. Oh. Um, How long is it happened? Not well. Well, that's a little bit different. Um, I, I'm actually suffering from the BK virus. no which, which is a, a bad thing. Bro. So they took me off of my um, I can't remember that. When what um um antivirals? Because when did you get those? When did they, they
3: tell you? The
1: program. Yeah, program. But yeah. I've been on that. I, I, I've had it since you know. Maybe like three months after, like it'll go away, then it'll come right back. Brother. So, when it comes, when it gets so low, instead of them adding me back to the program, they just kept me on the invasives, and I'm at, I've been in eight milligrams of invasives for maybe five, six months now. I'm not on invasives. I'm on prograf, and I'm on um
0: the prograf and the
2: uh... prednisone.
0: No, I'm on the, the pred. Zone. I'm on the prednisone too. How much do you want? The the um hold on, I don't know How why. You- my TAC. Mind. no Tac is the program oh okay, yeah. um hold on hold on it's it's it, it, it's right in my brain and it's slipping my whole brain and i well, feel like
1: it might be the same thing but we're just because it's, one's generic yeah
0: one's generic for one not but that's what i'm gonna check because in my app it it lets me know micro no not the micro i'm gonna tell you right now um yeah the micro exactly but the other name for the microfidelate is, God. Because, see, I'm looking at the micro right, na- right now. Right. right. But, yeah, there's the other name for it because I have it under both.
2: See, so you're an advocate. You're an advocate. So one of my side effects of my tacrolimus was my hair started falling off. Not the first year. Ooh. Like everyone, the first year, they um, I was on this kidney group about their hair, hair falling off. And I was like, oh, that didn't happen to me. That second year. Mm-hmm. I was like, whoa, whoa come on, edges. No, we we always clown people with them no edges. I didn't lose them, but my hair became real thin. So I started drinking collagen.
1: My my wife is laughing right now. You can't read that
0: Before we begin, edges uh uh-uh. And one of my I ended up developing C C F um C H F the the congestive heart failure from overloads, right? Right. They ended up putting me on minoxidil. Remember Rogaine and minoxidil back in the yes. day?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And the minoxidil is actually also a blood pressure medication. Yes. Mm-hmm. When I tell you my wig came back, I was popping all over again. Well, um, I never had a beard in my life. Wow. It would never connect before. Right. But that connecting. There Yeah. You go. As far as going back to the BK virus, In October, so Mm -hmm. I had had the the um, surgery in August. In October, I had they told
1: me I had the BK virus.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: Think about things when they tell you it; they don't really give you the information because, well, at least they didn't give me the information. I had to. I got scared when they said the first. All he said was the BK virus could attack the kidney. Now we have that. What they told me was if it's
0: over a million. Yes, I was only at three hundred. Okay, I was at three thousand, but when they told me three hundred, I'm like, "Wait a minute, three hundred <laughs> sound crazy everywhere." I don't care right. what you're talking about, right. but they like it got to be a million. So they gave me that to tell me, "Look at the scale."
3: Mm-hmm.
0: But we can't afford because it will attack the kidney. Yes. So what they did was they lowered my prograf. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? They lowered that, and they said there is no cure for it. You already had it. Yes, right. Like it was in your system. Like THV, it's already there. Like a, right.
3: it's a chicken pie.
0: Once you got the kidney disease, once you got the transplant, it woke it up. But what it didn't wake it up. What happens is when they turned your immune system down, it was no longer there to keep it at bay. At bay. Yeah. So, it
2: mean no suppressions. so yes,
0: yeah. so your immune system, your natural immune system is like a bug zapper for the BK virus. Right. So it can't get past it. So it's always there, but it can't do nothing. So it sleeps. But once they found out the parents went out of town. We gonna throw a party in the crib, yeah, and everybody and in the block can come. That, so they lowered it, and then when they lowered it, it left my system, right? Mm-hmm. It left my system after like maybe three three weeks or so. But then what happens is they're like, "Well, we have to keep it. We're gonna keep it down, and keep you, you know, keep the the dose down, so that we can see that it's out of your system for x amount of out of, at right. least x amount of at least another month." Right, I feel like they forgot to bring the damn thing back online correctly as far as the medication goes, because then my tac level was too low, right? Mm-hmm. And then I'm having all these other scenarios. I'm
2: like, wait a minute, like what? What the hell is going on here? You know what the biggest serious, right? I think even transplant now. I'm going on my third year. As you That's always right. thank you on the back of your mind. You always think. You're not going on your third year. You're already on your third year. Am I? It's, my third
1: year. We're in March. It was February. Oh
2: yeah, six. Six. That's right. yeah, so yeah. See, I I still think I'm newly yeah. transplanted because in the back of my mind, I'm always waiting for for that some type of bad news.
0: Like, no, watch this, watch this. I just checked. Now that we're talking about it, this mm-hmm. is my set of blood work.
3: Mm-hmm. Watch this.
0: detected. So now it's back apparently. I haven't even got that phone call yet. Yeah. But I check my own blood work. You know what I mean? And that's All what you high. do every time you get it so drawn. So soon, yeah, and they come to my house every every couple days. But they just readjusted the TAC level again and now it's back. So now they going to have to turn it back down. They just, in between my last two drawers, literally just took me up to 1.5 milligrams of the TAC.
2: Now, have they talked to you about the vaccination yet?
0: The, um, When I, I talked to them about it. There you go. And what happened was. <laughs> you almost said, took the drink out. They didn't have no. um, They didn't have any. They They said they didn't have enough transplant patient data. So they didn't know just yet, but they were going to let me know.
2: So um, my doctor was pushing me. Mm-hmm. And you need to get, you can get Madero, Moderna, or you can get the Pfizer, right? And mm-hmm. I was, and he looked at me and he said, which one are you going to get? And I looked in the screen because we were uh, virtual and I did not like this. And he was like, oh, you're not getting it? No, not right now. And no one can be an expert. You're an expert on people who don't have transplants. I need to know about some transplant patients. I need to That's know right. about a level. That's well,
1: right. I, I will tell you, as of right now, as of yesterday, um, I've had, I got the first, the first shot. So um because you're
2: in school like education like me.
1: So I was able to you know yesterday we had um like I was telling you earlier, Mike, we had a bunch of people in my school test positive, so we actually shut down. Got it. We shut down a couple of classes. So um what happened was and I'll be honest with you, I went to the gym yesterday and the gym is about two miles from the house, a little bit over two miles. And I had a full workout, and while I was in the gym, I found out a couple more people tested positive. At the, at the job. <clears throat> I was so frustrated. Instead of me getting a ride home, I walked home. Wow, two miles. Yeah, so mind you, I had a full workout. I just had the vaccine and then walked home. It was yeah. angry. So yeah. I got home, you know, and I sat on the couch. And once I sat on the couch, like, it felt like everything just came out of me. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't sure if it was the vaccine. You know, I was over tired, but I got some sleep. And when mm-hmm. I woke up this morning, when I woke up this morning, I just like, I'm back to my.
2: Yourself. No, I had a girlfriend, a friend. Every time I thought about getting it, it was like somebody told me, no, like her sister in law had it. She got the first shot and then they didn't, she didn't wake up the next morning. And then my other friend came. Yes, yes. He passed away? Yes. God and then my you. other friend. He's in the back, like, what? Yeah. my other friend wow. in Arizona. Her sister came to my house crying and I was like, Girl, you know we don't do COVID visits. You <laughs> know, and then she was like, Can we just talk? She said, if you're getting the vaccination, can you just please ask your doctor? My f- died two weeks after. So it could have been coincidence, can be another thing, but I'm just i waiting for the, the immunity to my, if more people get it, then I don't have to worry so much because I'm really, really safe on I don't I don't play. I don't my, play.
0: my daughter <laughs> Um, she uh, me. she works in the, the ER, so she had to to do it. Right. Um. Then my uncle, he works in food services at, at Disney. He's one of the head chefs at Disney, so he had to do it. Right. Um. My daughter, my youngest daughter, she's mm-hmm. autistic. But the school that she's in is specialized. She just turned eighteen in August. The school she's in is specialized, so she had to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, my job, my day job, we, I, I'm actually a, an advocate. I'm a pro advocate. That's what I do for a living. Mm-hmm. You know, that I, mean? I advocate for adults and that live in like adult home situations and um, have mental health um, experience so to say.
2: Okay.
0: So, um, because we're technically considered what they call as frontline workers,
3: mm-hmm.
0: um, Interfaith Hospital out here sponsored my job to to handle the vaccinations for the whole, the wow. whole
3: staff.
0: okay. 50% of the, no, 60% of the staff is taking it already. Mm-hmm. How are they doing? Everyone is fine. No one. They, the most thing they said was about their second shot, the soreness. Right. Some had headaches for, the, for the couple hours or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a bit of muscle ache with some people.
1: Mm-hmm. The funny thing is, yeah, with the shot, like right now, you know, because I got it here mm-hmm. and I still kind of feel it, but I'm not sure if it's again. It's not. I'm not sure if it was from me clanging and banging after I got the shot, or if very it's it was an actual bang. very actual pain Very possible. But you kind of muddied that up. So it's gonna be hard for you to determine what yeah, and so it doesn't, but it's, it's not to the point where it's like it's affecting me. That's right, you know. So I'm still good, you know. Yeah, but like they you get outside and I had to um to throw some bowls, I'm still good. I haven't heard anything at all that that was right,
0: that was that deterring for me,
2: and well, that's definitely. Made me sit down and I'm like, okay, let me go on and give it another month. Let me hear some other stories for transplant patients. Yes. Yeah. So let me ask you this: moving forward with your career, what do we look? What do we have in well, store? That's the next question. Where are we going? Well, wait, look, look. I, I need you. i before
1: you move on. I'm a rapper too. Oh um, shit! So I Never need you, I need you to collaborate. And the name of my I, I'm dropping single It's gonna call "Dropping Turds."
2: Never mind. All right? So I need you on a verse for that right there, right? That's going to
3: be a
0: Dropping shit, a.k.a. dropping turd.
2: Say no thank you. That's no thank you.
0: I got to hear it first.
2: No thank you.
0: I I can't stand next to all shit, so to
2: speak. Right. No thank you. We're okay. Well, We don't know what you got in hand. We don't want to know about no shit ass.
0: I don't know how to make that marketing work is what I'm saying. Um, (laughs) I have a I have the Golden Era Timeless album,
3: mm-hmm.
0: which uh, we just hold on since we're talking about it.
2: Shit, Really? Cool. turn <laughs>
1: right. And shout out to my little cousin Dale watching from Arizona, and anybody from my family watching. He just hit me up.
0: So we just started putting the merch campaign together for the Golden Era Timeless album. Mm-hmm. The lighters.
2: I'm dead, too, Bo. I'm dead.
0: We got the, the notebooks. Oh, okay. i um, have
2: to get that from you. You're gonna shoot me some.
0: Yeah, we, we can definitely line you up. Okay. We did pins this go-round, which i really, really I'm excited about.
2: Okay.
0: We did the pins.
1: So you got
2: your marketing thing, thing cracking then already.
1: Logo pins. Okay. Yeah, I like those. We're gonna have to chop it up, but I'm gonna have to get a few things from you. Yeah, no, nah, it's a blessing. We did the shirts, we got the hoodies coming. Um, you know,
0: we did a huge sticker campaign so we can start to plaster the world. Um we did various stickers, so it's me and the, the producers for the album. Okay. When is the album dropping? We are dropping spring of twenty twenty one. On what
2: is- platforms?
0: The album art—it'll be everywhere that digital music is sold. Okay. Um, the new mikehands.com will be launching this weekend. You can also purchase it directly through the link. So that's one project. I did it entirely with a French production team, Sismograph, out of France, and they're out of Paris actually. And um, then I have the Blacklist Two album which will be finished shortly okay. um, and, and it's already recorded. I just have to finish the mastering and then decide what the story, the songs are going to tell. So I haven't come up with the playlist yet. So the flow of the album. So we're working on that. Um, then the death squad album. I, I, I'm,
1: I'm looking forward to that right there. So Eric sermon,
0: rock Wilder and um, Ty Fife are the lead producers on that project. And I'm about two thirds finished with it. And I stopped because of
1: the transplant. So I stopped working on it. Well, a lot of people I've, I've you know, I have a couple of your joints. I've had I've downloaded mm-hmm. like you know, a couple of years ago, you know. Mm-hmm. But going back to what we was talking about, your marketing thing for, for you getting a transplant, mm-hmm. I was watching a documentary of some young cats from Brooklyn and all over, and they went mm-hmm. to Paris. And at the end of the documentary, they shouted you out and mm-hmm. they played your PSA um, and like Damn, I meant that. I was like, "Yo," and I, I, when I when I reached out to you again to do the show, I was like, "I meant to tell you, I seen the PSA on this documentary." No,
0: that's awesome, man! Like
1: and it was like it was crazy because I'm sitting back and I'm watching the whole thing because you know I used to be artist management. You know that was another lifetime ago. So every, I always so happened, to you know to go back into my roots and say, "Okay, I'm going to look at some new artists or artists mm-hmm. who are underground," and that's what I did. And when it when it when it came up and I seen you and I'm like, "Yo," they, they shouted you out, and I'm like, "Yo, that's love right there," because they reached out and they. They, they, they bought somebody who they idolized and said, yo, this is my man from Brooklyn and he needs your help. And I, I just loved it. And I'm like, when I remember the name of the documentary, I'll shoot it to you.
0: Please, because I want to see it. And not only see it, I want to support it just because on the strength. Because that documentary went out, man. And I'm going to be honest. You know, I went to I- NYU Langoon in Manhattan. That's who did my work. And they said, honestly, they had to literally put a team on my phone calls. Like wow. the people that responded to the to the, to the PSA,
3: mm-hmm. they said
0: we've never gotten this many phone calls for any one patient.
1: And that's a beautiful thing, you know, like, you, you got hands really that you didn't even know you had.
0: Good person, you know, the people. Mm-hmm. Um, I had people calling from literally Australia, people calling from the UK, people calling from Germany, and all they were... Hitting me on on Instagram saying, "Yo, if I'm a match, can you fly me out?" I'm like, "If you're a match, I will swim and come get you." What are you talking thousand about? Thousand percent. Don't play with me. On my backing, we coming, we coming. And you know
2: but what's funny?
0: My insurance would have paid for the flight.
2: Yeah. Um. When I first decided to tell certain people, mm-hmm. I had like when I first started dialysis, I had up to twelve. I'll give you my kidney. Hmm. The worst one, I remember I'd asked you about the humbling experience. One was when I passed out in the trash can and my wig flew off. But the most humbling one was when I was denied. He said, with all the people that you have wanting to give you your kidney and you can't lose weight. You know how humbling and embarrassed I was that I'm going to die because of my obesity? Wow. That's when I was like two years in. That's when I was like, let me get my shit together. And I ended up losing 284 pounds to get my kidney. And believe it or not, that's when me and her met at. Wow. But people will, there are people. That are willing. they are willing. Strangers. Right. Like right. I said, it was Do my, it. she didn't even know me over a bowl, a cup of soup.
0: I had pure strangers that what? only knew my music. They didn't know me the person. Yeah. They just knew my music here i am at times thinking who ain't nobody listening here you go or, or it doesn't affect people or they're not you know yeah i mean i could see you want to give Nas a kidney but you want
1: to give me a kidney right you give no, a you kid- don't know. if you if you look at your youtube following bro you mm-hmm. got some numbers up there and for you all don't know go check out mike hands y'all can hit him on different platforms m-i-c-h-a-n-d-z mike hands and let's exclude the deaf squad recording artists. Mike hands the human. Oh, man. And he had a humbling experience like any one of us could have had. Yeah. You know, I've spoken to him. And the funny thing is, me and him have never spoken about music. That's so right. This might have been the first time he knew that I was into artist management.
0: Period. I'd never knew.
1: So me and him have always spoke about health, you know, just life in general, just, just shooting, the, shooting, shooting the breeze. Mm-hmm. And when I finally did the show, he was one of the first, per- per- first people I reached out to. Like, yo, I need to interview you so we could talk about what you went through and mm-hmm. discuss it, you know, so the world could see this. So all right. this is another platform for right. to spread the word and for us to spread the word about kidney awareness. And of course, everybody needs to know, this is Kidney Awareness Month. National,
2: National Kidney Awareness Month. Month.
1: Absolutely. Yep. This, so is if, a, this is
2: it. So if we have some callers listening, because we were talking about our donors and people wanting to. If You had some advice to give them right now about needing a donor transplant. What would you tell them?
0: Honestly, a squeaky wheel don't get oil.
2: I mean, I mean,
0: uh, you know, a a squeaky wheel gets the oil. Actually, if you you can be silent, you can't find help if nobody knows you need it. Right. You can't. you, You just can't do it. You know what I mean? Everybody will get in their head and 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 literally charge people with not wanting to support them, but not realizing that they've never told anyone that they needed the support. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's kind of the same thing when you were young growing up, and we all went through that phase where we swear to God our parents just didn't understand us and they weren't trying to understand us and they don't hear us and not realizing that that was around the same years that we started spending more time in our room than outside, more mm. time. More more we spent more time outside than we did with our parents. We start we were also fighting for our independence. So that means all of these changes and this growth that's happening with you, they don't see it. They just know the you you were when you left the house. They don't know the you you
1: right. Yep, I think he froze.
0: Oh yeah.
1: yeah. This has been an amazing conversation and man,
3: we needed two
1: hours. It's amazing that we were able to have this conversation with Mike and he expressed some of the same things that you and I have gone through. And I'm sure countless others that are kidney recipients are also mm-hmm. um, dialysis patients are going through because this, our, our world and when I say our world, I'm talking about the ESR ESRD world
3: mm-hmm.
1: is so small net that, if we, we come across somebody, you know, it doesn't matter if they're black, white, red, yellow, pink. doesn't matter. We automatically embrace each other because we're all kidney warriors and we're fighting the disease together. So we we are each other's cheerleaders. Yeah. Like when Roz got her kidney, I cheered her on. When That's I got right. my kidney, she cheered me on. And so on and so forth. It's always been we, we, we pass that forward. So we need that to take place across the board for everybody right so you know and it, it doesn't just have to be kidney dialysis patients I, i'm sure cancer patients go through it matter of fact you know speaking on cancer rest in peace to my aunt who just passed this weekend rest you know you're peace. gonna be missed you know i right. love you to death and you know i see you on the other side um of course to my family you know we've been through we've been through some tough times and we're gonna always come through tough times and we're resilient so we're gonna stand the test of time
2: there you go Rest in peace.
1: Stay strong. Um, for our listeners, you know, anybody that's listening and watching it, you know, we truly, truly, truly appreciate you guys. Right. Um, we're going to get ready to close the show out. So before I say my closing remarks, I'm going to ask Roz if she got anything to say.
2: Absolutely. So being that you already said it, it's National Kidney Awareness Month. So here, I'm going to give you some resources. Donate.org. Sign up. Even if you don't want to donate your kidney now, we need living donors. I'm an advocate for that. We need living donors. You can share your spare. You can live on one kidney. If you didn't know that, one kidney is all that you need. A kidney will grow and do the function of two. So don't be afraid of that. A living donor will allow us to have a longer functioning kidney. That's right. So also, if you're not ready to be a living donor... Or if you have questions, reach out to me. I will help you with any of that. But sign up. Put it on your license. You know, That's when right. we leave here, we can't do anything with those organs. Give someone else a chance to fight at a better quality of life. Donate. 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 I cannot say it more. I appreciate everyone tuning in. Mike, man, your story.
3: I was
2: going to get to you, Mike. you got any closing remarks? No, Just don't, don't
0: ignore the SWAT program. Just because you're not a a match for the individual that you might be targeting, you trading that kidney on their behalf will push them up to the top of the list. It'll take them off their local list and put them on the National Kidney Registry list, which is a totally different list. And at that point, they owe that individual a kidney once, Mm -hmm. once your donor has donated. My donor donated July 30th. I had my kidney August 26th.
2: Amen. Yep. That's how that goes.
0: Like, Please understand that the swap is just as solid as the direct connect. And in fact, it's actually a little bit more accurate because they can find the perfect match. Yes. of Tissue and blood.
2: Yes.
0: As opposed to you having to find the near match that your donor may have. So
2: I'm glad you brought that up. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Do not ignore the
0: swap program because I've had people literally tell me, "Yo, I have did it," but if it ain't going right in you, bro, you wasn't going in me anyway. So I'm not sure what you're talking about, but <laughs> you could have helped me anyway. You dig what I mean? Like you could have, you still could have gave me that shot if you was gonna give it up, whether it's Your in book. me or on my behalf. I mean, bro. Then I had right. people say all this stuff, like, but what if I'm saving a pedophile? Like, what are yeah. you talking?
2: About- right.
0: What right.
2: or the people who say so, you don't want my kidney? I've been, been drinking two
0: lives trying to save me, right? Her exactly. kidney went down the hall, her kidney went down the hall, and she saved one individual. And then a month later, her action saved me.
2: That's how it goes.
0: So,
3: and she's so a hero,
0: cool. yeah, yeah, man. Crazy, she, she, she got did. me. Listen, forever, I'm scared she could turn mine off. So, you know,
1: <laughs> we're not doing, I don't know what that's about. So, nope. I'm good, and look, I let her know again. We appreciate her.
2: She's 100%. amazing, dope. Yes, yes, you know, yes, yes, yes,
1: yes. You know, before we, you know, we shut out. You know, shout out to our sponsors: Elevate Yours, Wise Choice Sewing and Drain, Sings by Butter, Faith No Fear Clothing, Envious Creations, Twenty Nine Twenty Clothing, Indian Ivy Inc., Styles by Angel. If anybody wants to sponsor. All you got to do is reach out to me. You got my, you know, I'm, I'm on all different social media social media platforms. So again, you know, I want to thank all of our listeners, all our viewers, whatever platform you're watching on or you're listening on. We appreciate you because without you guys, 100%. me and Roz, we couldn't do what we do. We couldn't have special people on like Mike. So continue to watch, continue to share the page. If you come off and you want to hear what, what, what was said on this conversation, you can watch the replay and share it to your page. You know, tell your friends, share, share, share. because. The more people watching, yes, I think I lost more, you guys. You're still here, Rod? You hear me?
2: More, I can hear you. You good? All
1: right. Okay, I'm there. The more people watching, the more is more people watching, listen. You know, shout I out Heart to Radio, you know, definitely for giving us the opportunity. You know, to to, to spread out. Shout, mm-hmm. I want to shout out to all of my my clients, TL Mac Fitness clients. It's all love. Spotify. Spotify um, it, it's so Heart much Radio um facebook live instagram live um there's so many Dawn. i can't name them all but yo y'all y- 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 know the-
2: there's yeah. national kidney awareness month let's do this let's help save some lives this this Man. month this mm-hmm. year Out to the the national kidney Nation
1: and let right. them know that you want to help out some way somehow and put the
0: team in the kidney walk
1: yep and y'all already know what it is. I'm always going to be ground for a kidney no matter where I go. Shout out, Absolutely. Team Raw. Shout out, Mike Hans. You know, again, this is the TL Mac Fitness Show. we on every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern on the Evening Rush Network. We'll see you guys next week. Mike, thank you. Congratulations. If you have any questions.